It's time for the sports show for guys who know sports. Texarkana's longest-running sports talk show. Leaving the Yard on 107.9, The Fan. Oh my goodness, good afternoon. How can we cram two, three hours worth of material into just one hour? Chuck Zack, Kevin Carpenter, the Monday version of Leaving the Yard, and we are stacked, stacked. today. We, we, need, we need two hours today. Well, that's what you get for putting me on Monday. I got a lot to say. <clears throat> no, no, no. That's little what, time to say it. That's what I want. By the way, this is the last time I'm going to see you this year. Yep. Uh, we won't be back in here on Monday until Jul- uh, January the 8th. People people listening, you do know Christmas is a week from today. And New Year's is two weeks from today. And it snuck up on us. So all you lazy husbands. That would be me. Yes. Or you get your lovely wife to just buy herself some pajamas, and then she wraps them, and then Christmas morning, you got her pajamas. You think that's how that works? Is that that's how it works how at your house? In our house for 32 wow. years. That, that, my boys and girls, is Kevin Carpenter, <laughs> who's going to write the manual <laughs> we, on Christmas as a husband. We don't need to prove our love to each other by... If I went out and bought her like a diamond necklace... Yeah, she'd slap First you. of all, she would know when I paid for it within 10 seconds. And she'd know it wasn't diamonds. She would stab me in the, in the eyeball <laughs> with a... Ice pick. Yikes. And yeah. Well, I, I'm glad you don't get her uh, like rubies or sapphire. No. I'm afraid where she'd stab you no, with that. You don't spend money. Okay. No. No, it's, I'm, I appreciate a woman yeah. who understands the value of a dollar. How hey, about that? Men, do this do the laundry for her, do, cook a meal for her. I do all that anyway. Don't say all. I, I'm just don't say all that. You're gonna get. You're gonna do, make her. Uh, you, you do your share of that. Vacuum the floor. You don't have to tell her. Hey, I'm vacuuming. You see me. You don't have yeah. to do that. You know. Well, you can hear. It. Usually, you can hear the vacuum yeah. when it's on. If she goes, "What are you doing?" Just say, "Baby, I just want to do something nice for you." Oh. And then. But see, I, here's my problem with what you're saying it like that. Then it, it feels like that was her job. I'm doing something nice for you. That's true. See, you got to be able. This is <clears throat> this is you know 2024 practically. You got to be smoother than that. <laughs> yeah. You can just, you know. Yeah. And you can't be like, I, I want the house to look good, because then it's like a reflect. oh, you aren't making the house look good. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm the I'm yard just, guy. What are you, she says, what are you doing? I'm vacuuming. Yeah. Why are you vacuuming? I spilled something. Yeah. I, dro- <laughs> I dropped a cookie. Yeah. I'm vacuuming it up. There you what go. What do you want to do? Um, we, uh, oh, yeah, little, we live with two dogs. I have three. And now we live with a cat, because the son came home from law school <laughs> and cat. brought his cat. <laughs> So we have to keep them separated. Yes. So yeah, there you go. So but, we're back. We back. But the fur all mixes. Yeah. You don't <laughs> want to mix the fur. No, it all does though. <laughs> all right. Well, what we got today on the show? Five thirty today, or for you morning people, at the bottom of the hour, the uh, head coach of the state champion Gilmer Buckeyes for a football team is going to be hopping on with us. Yeah. Alan Metzel will uh, kind of get the. Uh, Lowdown from the state champ about uh, really a turnaround, especially on the defensive side, for a team that gave up 70 in the first game of the year and 60 a couple of different times, including the Pleasant Grove, how they managed to uh, figure it out, end what had been a horrific run against Carthage, yes, and shut down Belleville to just 26 points and get the first interception at Belleville's quarterback through all year. Yeah, no, they've they've done a lot, and it's and I've got. 50 questions I'd love to ask him. Oh, good. So you, now I don't have any. You know, you've got you so none? much to ask him. Okay. And it's um, because I want to know how he's done it. I mean. Well, you're going to find out. He's uh, He would be, to my opinion, the coach of the year at any level. Because if you look at all the state champions. Okay. Fair enough. Basically, we all. It's like this most years. We knew Duncanville, DeSoto, Alito. We knew they were going to win oh, yeah. handily. Yeah, yeah. The P&G coach. That's pretty good. Pretty good. That's a good way. Beat most South people Oakville. had sock, yeah. Um, Anna. You know, most people didn't know where Anna was until I heard that this during week. the during the yeah. game. But the lower levels, Gunner, Timson, we knew they were gonna win. So are you a 
Are you the coach of the year if you're expected to win and you win? Or if you just pull it out? And, hey, they're not – He's he didn't win with scrubs. If you watch that Gilmer game, he's got studs. Yeah. Studs. Yes. So, uh, so it's going to be fun to talk to him. I would think – I, you know, thinking about that now, now you you're throwing that out at me. Yeah, thinking about that, his team had three losses more than any other state champion this year. Yes, nobody predicted them once this year got rolling. They were third in this region. You would have thought. Yep. Managed to get, like I said, they didn't beat PG, but they did beat Carthage. Yeah, and got there. I, I I would tend to think you're right. I think maybe yep. if you were to do one high school coach of the year, that's probably it. They they don't. You know, Dave Campbell's does – they do one at every level. Yeah, oh, no, so, I know. You know, if you want to give the Alito – I wouldn't give the Alito coach. Why not? I mean, I guess he is. It's death, taxes, and Alito. And Alito, yeah. That's what I said the other day. They, they, they now, don't lose. They, are they moving up to 6A? I don't think they are this time. I think they time. are either. i got to look at it again because they were and on they're close those on bubble the lines. Yeah, yeah. I think they're staying down, though. Yeah, but you could look at teams like Anna – that's going to be a team that is eventually going to probably move up. You would it's think. one of those growing communities. Uh, Gunter, which is, man, I loved watching them, that little quarterback they mm -hmm. had. Oh, yeah. It was just a great – it was bittersweet to watch it because I wanted to be there. Oh, I know. Um, but it, it's still fun to watch. It's the greatest, to me, sporting event It in was America. down this year. Did you see that? The numbers were down, yeah. Attendance was down at the state championship yeah. week this week. I wonder if it was just people like, well, why do I want to go watch North Shore and Duncanville again? Because it's awesome. Because it's North Shore and Duncanville. <laughs> yeah. You know, that, that, they were expecting record numbers because PNG travels great. Yeah. Alito's <clears throat> in the neighborhood. D Duncanville and DeSoto are right there. You kind of got to say Anna's not far. Anna. I mean, Anna's on the other side of Fort. Sock. Socks there. Yeah. You would have figured you're going to have amazing attendance this week, and it was down. Yeah. And so, and in fact, it was one of the lower ones we've yeah, had in a I, while. I don't understand. I, I don't know. Because Pleasant Grove wasn't there. I mean, that's why. Well, maybe Come it's, on. Maybe, no, maybe it's <laughs> because we didn't have so many new schools showing yeah. up. Yeah. Like, if it's if you're a Lido, what, they get their, their 12th? 12, I believe. 12th yeah. state championship. Yeah. I mean, if you've missed one. Or you missed it this year. Can you go next year and probably get one? Probably. Yeah. Duncanville. Yeah. You think you're going to get another one? Yeah, they are. Probably. DeSoto. They're probably going to be back. Yeah. You want some new blood in there that's from some different communities. That probably ups the ante a little bit. Number one. Or number two, UIL is going to start looking at this and saying, are we stagnant being in the one place? Is I, it I time to that. rotate it? But if you look at it, all the teams were from the Metroplex or real close. Yeah. You had P and G and then you had Summer Creek of Humble. Right. Humble, how do you say Humble? That's the only two that had to travel. There really were not any far West Texas teams. So it's all right there in the Metroplex. I so you know. think the numbers would be bigger. I would have thought. I, I don't unless I mean they hadn't gone up in prices. No. It's not it's worth it. I mean, parking sucks, but that's that's it. But I, I just wondered what happened because that's something unusual happened this year, and I'm just not sure. Uh, I, I'm on a couple of different forums, and one of them was speculating about television. Yeah, television's killing the <clears throat> attendance. Well, television's been televising the games. Yeah, Fox Southwest, and now Bally's been doing it's them not. for years. Now we can get into the old argument. I think television has hurt attendance at Pleasant Grove and at Texas High and Liberty Hollow because we have game day, but. I don't want game day to go away. No. Attendance is going to be down a little bit. But if you look at – I saw Steve Morris yesterday at church. Okay. And he was at the games, and he went to the Duncanville-North Shore game, and he said, he said it's just shocking, the athletes. Oh, he said, yeah. yeah. You could put Texas and Clemson uniforms on them, and you'd be hard-pressed to tell the difference. That's unbelievable. The, the, and it says a lot about the DFW area. Uh, Rod Babers on the horn a couple days ago showed a stat or talked about a stat. The biggest um, – where you get the most recruits out of, the Atlanta and Atlanta okay. suburbs All right. won DFW2. I believe it. And they're far and away bigger than anybody else. Yeah, I believe it. It's a two-horse race. I'm not surprised in the yeah. least. I, I think that – well, what's happened in Dallas, Dallas – but it's not new. 
mean, you could go to 6A in Dallas, and you know if I'm watching Allen or I'm yeah. watching Duncanville or I'm watching DeSoto or I'm – pick your school. That you're knowing you you you're seeing among the best football players in yeah. the country, and you know they're going to be on the field in if not one, two years, and yeah. College Station in Norman, in Fayetteville, in Austin, in Waco. I mean, those guys are going to be Saturday players. You just know they are. Oh, number it's the eight, best you have in the state. Number eight for Duncanville is going to start at Texas yeah. next year. There you go. He's a rush in. There you Colin go. Colin Simmons. <laughs> he's a he's a grown man. That's. Speaking of grown men, did you see the DeSoto right tackle? Have you seen pictures of this guy? I have not. He is 6'8", okay. 380 pounds. Oh, my God. I worry about a kid that young being okay. that big. When he was a kid, when he was like 13. He is a kid. When he was like 12 or 13, <laughs> okay. he had to have rods surgically put in his legs. Whoa. He grew six inches in one month. What? One month, six inches. And so he his couldn't. Bones couldn't keep up. They couldn't keep up. They had to surgically what? like fix his legs together. Now and he's, he's playing, and he's good. Six A, and where's he going? He's. I know Texas is on him. I know they're all. They Six, all want eight, him. Not, See, he might I, be a junior. He may be a junior. I would be. I would be hard pressed to recruit a guy that big just yeah. for fear. Ankles yeah. and knees are yeah. never. Go, hips are never going to last. A uh, grown man. Hey, Landon Forbes, buddy, yeah. we're going to get to the Longhorn Volleyball. Don't you worry, buddy. You, you want to do that now, maybe. You want to do that well, now? I got four minutes? You got, you got a couple of minutes. Okay. Is it going to take you long? No, Texas won. Uh, <laughs> the lady, uh, the, the Longhorns won back-to-back national championship yesterday in volleyball. And they worked their way through. Worked their way through it. They were a number uh, two seed. Yes. Just like in basketball, you have one seed and right. two seed. And regionals. So, so, really, they were the fifth or sixth best team in the country. Yeah. And they beat the number one seed, Nebraska, like a tied-up goat yesterday. <laughs> it looked like – oh, my cousin Grant's listening. Uh, hey, buddy. They uh, – and my cousin Grant's a Texas Tech graduate. And okay. And his kids go to Alito. Oh, really? So I'm sure he loved wow. the death taxes in Alito. That's, it but they're is. Young. It's, it's obvious. They're eventual stars at Alito. Football. Okay. They're still young. They'll be getting themselves a couple yeah. rings. All right. But anyway um, – Texas won in three sets. Then the Nebraska coach said what? Because you started okay. to tease me with this. I was going to let it go no, until I saw Nebraska's coach last night after the game, his right. press conference. Basically, the reporter said, well, what do y'all need to do to get on the level of what Texas is doing? Ooh. So he said, I'm paraphrasing a little bit. He said, well, half of Texas's team – they got from the transfer portal, okay. and they're all fifth- and sixth-year seniors. Okay. He didn't leave it at that. Then he said, what I like to do is I like to get my own girls out of high school and grow a team like that. Okay. It's a different preference. I get it. No, what he's saying is Texas cheated. Well, that's not cheating. It's transfer portal. Exactly. He's saying – now, first of all, not half their team. Out of their six starters, right. two of them came from the transfer portal. Okay. The other four were there as freshmen all right. that he had forever. I don't like the question, though. What's it going to take to get saying, on the level of Texas? They were the number one team in the country, weren't they? Nebraska? Nebraska, they've been number one all year. Yeah, they've had, they were the ones that had the big thing at the football yeah. field. Uh, what yes, was it, back they in had the, a game at the football yeah, stadium. 100,000 or whatever showed they, up to watch if that. If it was a football game, it was 75-2. to two. That's what the Ooh. score – that's how dominant Texas was. Ooh. Now, it's like telling a football coach, there's a new rule. Now you can play with 12 guys on the field. Okay. But old crotchety – Football coach, old school guy, no, I'm just going to play with 11. And he gets beat. Then he goes to the podium and says, well, they're using 12 players. I like to play with 11. (laughs) You better embrace the transfer portal in all sports. So Texas got one girl from the trans – well, one really from the portal that wasn't there last year. Okay. That's very, very good. was number one all year. So I don't – they – Texas got hot. They got, they got hot and yeah. rolled through the tournament and rolled over some really good schools and won a national championship. I don't know that I'm Nebraska that I want to reinvent the wheel. I think they did fine. Yeah. 
Texas's kids are going to graduate. They'll have yeah. to find some new transfers well, in. Okay. Nebraska's girls are young. Yeah. And it, I'm telling you, if you've never watched a good college volleyball game. That was it? it, it that was it. Just they're so athletic. Yeah. They're big. All right. We're going to take a athletic. break. We'll All come right. right back. we got some Cowboy talk on our minds. Don't forget, Alan uh, Metzl's going to join us in about 15 minutes. We'll talk about the uh, 4A State Championship. You're on Leaving the Yard on the fan. What does a food truck chef in L.A.? Order up. A hip-hop producer from St. Louis. Check, check, one, two. And the king of the pickup courts in Philly have in common? They share the same grit, resilience, and passion for what they do. Because the people who share the same spirit share the same beer. Budweiser. This Bud's for you. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Budweiser Lager Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. When times get dark, we can't see the help that's all around us. Maybe you're not sure how you'll make rent, or you lost your job. When you don't know where to turn, let 211 be your guiding light. Our guides are ready to connect you with the help you need. 211, how can I help you? Call or visit 211.org. 211, get connected, get help. A message from United Way and the Ad Council. What is dedication? I am the father of a nine-year-old little girl and a six-year-old little boy. And I find fatherhood both relentlessly challenging and relentlessly rewarding. My daughter is biological and my son is adopted. I love them both so much. From the morning when you wake up to putting them to bed at night, and every moment in between, it really is so special. And boy, is it exhausting. One thing that I fear about being a parent is the future for my children. I think a parent's job is to protect our children, but also prepare them for the world so they become good, kind human beings. But I'm also hopeful that the future holds a more inclusive and compassionate world for them. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Victor deployed for the first time to Afghanistan in 2003. At 4 in the morning, my phone rang. They said, I regret to inform you that your husband was wounded in action. Victor sustained a moderate traumatic brain injury. I was doing school full time, and I was also then caring for Victor. One of the most important elements of caregiving is taking care of yourself. I just didn't want to forget that I also had goals and that I also had a life. What I did is I challenged Victor to meet me halfway. There are almost six million military and veteran caregivers across the nation. We have our own journey and we can fulfill that journey at the same time that we are helping our loved one. Visit aarp.org caregiving for a free military veteran's guide to navigate your caregiving journey and better care for your loved one and yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. This is Leaving the Yard with Chuck Zack, presented by Liberty ILO ISD and our studio sponsor Eagle Distributing on 1079 The Fan. back 19 minutes after the hour leaving the yard chuck zach kevin carpenter as we are uh, rocking through the first day of the week the uh before we move on cowboys are obviously in the conversation today but uh, transfers moving all over the place looks like the longhorns got one and it looks like the razorbacks confirmed that kj jefferson on saturday has decided he is entering the portal and looking at his options that might be a good thing for arkansas I mean, you think about it. Um, Convince me. I don't know that Je- from watching Jefferson this last year, he didn't look like, to me, didn't look like he wanted to be there. And that could be the offensive coordinator. That could have been. So now you've got Petrino. And KJ didn't stay. He didn't stay. So Petrino's going to get his guy, and they're going to get a guy out of the portal, hopefully. They got one already. Yeah. Got that Boise. So it's uh, – it it, it it could be better for Arkansas. I mean, you don't look at it like that. But 
I don't. Their schedule is going to be is of course it's it's funny how Arkansas schedule is always top five hardest in the country. Well, you're playing in the they're SEC. Playing in the SEC. Yeah, I mean it's if you're one of the have-nots at the moment. Yeah. You're playing all the haves. Yeah. You know, you can be Alabama and have the same schedule, but you're playing Arkansas instead of Alabama. Yeah. So, yeah. your strength of schedule is a lot easier. So, it's um might be good. Yeah, Texas got a <clears throat> a receiver from Houston. Yeah. Was their best receiver. Yeah. And found out today the starting safety at Clemson for the past 2 years okay. is transferring to Texas. All last right. name's Makuba. He's from Austin. All right. So, coming home, so yeah, it's good to be a Longhorn fan. Heard that they flipped a commit from uh, Georgia to Texas. Yes, the cornerback out or of McKin- Florida, rather, from Florida, Florida yeah. from McKinney, uh, number one safety yep. in the country, yep. five star. So it's right now Sarkeesian's got it to where it's just it's plug and play. We heard today Jalen Daniels is gone. Yeah, he is uh, not going back to LSU. Won the Heisman Trophy two weeks ago and is decided I'm going to go to the league and see yeah, what I, I can do there. Him. Yeah. Kid from Georgia's decide he's coming back. Carson yes. Beck is coming back for another year. So we've, we've got uh, – and I think that's a right call for him. Yes. I don't think he's a first-round draft choice and no. probably won't be a first two-day draft no. choice. Uh, but he get another chance yeah. to put up some more numbers, hang around college another year, grab some more NIL money, do whatever it is you want, and maybe maybe you get another look. I mean, and I think, I think the good lesson for him was Stetson Bennett. Who went to the Rams and struggled mightily, and I think they cut I would, him. I don't know if they cut him. I think they hung on. Okay. I, I would think that the message probably from Bennett is stay as long as you can, yeah. work on what you need to work on. If you're not ready here, they don't have time to get you ready. You just got to go. And you're making money. And you're making money. You're an SEC quarterback. On a team that's probably, again, going to be Even, a considered top 10 team with 12-team playoff, you get another chance to maybe yeah. win a national championship. Quarterback at Georgia, even though he's not a star, he's making he's doing all right. He's He's probably making more making than Making more. Yeah. And Quinn Ewers, he, I don't think he was ready for the NFL. He wasn't. And I think he will be next year. Yeah, I agree. And he's making – no telling how much he's making. Plenty. Yeah. And he's making plenty. He's making more than us. So did were we here when Murphy transferred? We We already talked about that last, last week. Last I don't know if we talked about last week or not, but it yes. happened later in the week. Yeah, so Texas quarterback is in the portal or yep. backup. And so now Arch Manning is one play away from being, being the, guy. the starting quarterback. Yep. Yeah. And we saw Mississippi State's quarterback transferred to Washington. Um, of course, last week Oklahoma's quarterback transferred to Oregon. And he's taking his left moving. tackle with him. Everybody's on the move. Poor Sooners. Ohio State's quarterback McCord going to Syracuse, which was yeah, the one point. that I looked at and had the twisted up face of, huh? I don't know. These coaches have meetings after the season or before the bowl, and they go, listen, our, we're, we're going to push you. The backup's going to have a chance to take your spot. Sure. And so they go, I'm out. Or they just say, hey, you need to move on. Yeah. You're number three right now on the depth chart. Yeah. Maybe you should go. Well, take off. I, the, the other strange one was the uh, Caleb Williams backup quarterback at USC. Yeah. Did you see this? Yeah. He's entering the portal. Williams is going on to the NFL. You're about, and you were the number one recruit last year in college, in, in, in coming into high school, into college football. And now you're walking away from USC and entering the portal to go play someplace else. Now, either that's a conversation that Lincoln Riley had with him, yeah. that we got another guy coming Could in be. and he may be a guy that fits better, or you didn't fit in well with that coaching staff and you recognized it, or they fed you a line when they got you last year and didn't live up to what you intended was going to happen. All that being said, USC is looking for is going to have a new quarterback. I've been reading year. a lot about the NIL at different schools. They tell you they're going to give you one thing, and then they don't give it to you. Yeah, that and was... they're not bound by law. You're not signing a contract. Nope. You're like, hey, you're going to do a commercials for our car lot. And yeah. We'll give you, and then they just don't do it. So See, I it's, don't like that. I don't either. Well, you know, for those around here, Ben Harmon yeah. was going to it looked like head to Texas a year and a half ago. Yeah. And at the last minute, the wheels fell off of that, and it didn't do what it was supposed to do. Yeah, um, literally so, at the last minute. Literally at the yeah. last minute. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's an unfair yeah. 
world that we live in, especially at the top end of college athletics, there's always somebody next up and there's always somebody a coach falls in love with that they could get if I get that guy. And then you're the guy that they initially wanted, but now there's somebody better or they think is better hanging out there. Um, Chip Kelly said, we need a commissioner and we just need to be have a league and have the power four conferences. You're in your own league. And the NCAA, all they do is basketball, volleyball, baseball, softball, track. Non-football. And football's different. Yeah. Because UCLA's softball team doesn't need to go to Rutgers. No. And their basketball team needs to still play Arizona. Exactly. I, I heard that conversation, yeah. that press conference. And, you know, it's the first time that I heard a coach actually say something about this that made some sense. It made sense to me, yeah. That having a singular 60-whatever team league and geographic divisions yeah. – and you've played within the divisions, and you earned your way into the playoffs a la NFL, think of the NFL times two. Yeah. I mean, in effect, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. In NFL times two, with roughly 64, 70 teams, schools, that play football, that geographically don't lose their old rivalries yeah. simply because of a realignment or the reshuffling of the deck. Yeah. I'm listening to this guy going, you know, makes sense. Yeah. Why didn't somebody yep. actually talk to some of these people that it may come think that. about this? It may come to that. Yeah, I don't. Why don't yeah, but you know what? Well, mm, makes too much part, sense. Yeah, this is the part that makes me crazy. So we're going to do the next thing. We're going to blow apart all these rivalries. I mean, Texas and A&M. Uh-huh. We're, we're right here in the backyard of this, right? Easily, other than Oklahoma, the most important game yeah. for both. UT folks to be able to get up for. Yeah. I mean, you like playing tech fine, but it's not the eggs. No. Nope. And then to have that wash away because of conference realignments when you would have had a chance within one big pie and all the schools share it equitably and you division it up and you go. Let's do it. How did that not happen? How did somebody not say, hey, here's a thought. Why don't we do this? And we only need really how many commissioners? One. Yeah. I don't need top-end salaries for five power conferences or four. No. I just need one yeah. guy who's in charge of the NCAA football. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if you're a Texas fan, deep down you may not want it. You don't want limit- You don't want a salary cap if you're Texas or a and to- or Alabama. Well... Because you can outspend the Arkansas and the Missouris, then why don't then we then we're talking about a super conference? Yeah. Then we're talking about the the have have haves. But I don't want to do that. And the haves. I don't want to just play thirty two. I I it feels like soccer. Then we're just doing the Premier League. Yeah. We're relegating teams up or down it as may they. Come to that. Uh, the SEC. See, that's not too give much. Up. That's too hard. What the SEC is going to give up their power? Colleges can't. uh, That's too hard to relegate. Yeah. That you can come up one year and you're up for two years and then you're back down. That's too hard. No, I don't. I don't get soccer. Sorry, (laughs) sorry, Jordan, if you're listening. No, it it makes sense for that sport. It doesn't make sense for college football. All right, we are about to have to take a break here in about a minute or so. We'll remind you on a couple of fronts. So, number one, our guest coming up in just a minute, Alan Metzel. He is the head football coach over at Gilmer. His Buckeyes. Winners over Belleville on Friday of their first state championship in almost a decade. I think they got one in 2014. But for those who aren't paying attention, they've been there Uh three of the last four years, something like that. Got beat by Carthage and was it China Springs? China Springs. They've been in the championship game three times since since Metzl's been there. Yeah. And, And finally managed to get out of there with a win on Friday. Uh, he's going to join us in just a couple, so we'll get to talk a little bit about uh, – and I'll, I'm going to throw a number out at you. We'll throw it out when we get to him as well. His team gave up 572 points this year. Just for reference, that's the seventh most points in 4A history. Your state champion gave up 572 yeah. points. Most of the schools around that had any, that number of points were like 0 and 10. 
Yeah. Like they were getting destroyed. They were the state champions that gave up 572 points. And let's do this one further as we're getting ready to hit the break. Three weeks in a row after they lost to PG, gave up 12 to LE, 13 to Spring Hill, 6 to Pittsburgh. Yeah. I'm not real smart. That's 31, 31 points. Yeah. So that's 541 points in the other 13 games. Wow. What did he do? And they won the state championship. Let's, let's find out what he did. <laughs> wow. It's crazy is what it is. All right, also going to remind folks, um, tomorrow on the program, uh, Tyler Huff is going to be in here, so we'll get a chance to visit <clears> with him. No show next Monday. We've got Christmas. No show the week after that. We've got New Year's. And when we come back on January the 2nd, I'm told we'll see if it all holds as we try to get towards a new year. But uh, our new sister station, ESPN, is going to be up and running, and this show will be simulcast on both signals. Big time. We're working a lot of stuff here. Wow. I say we. I'm actually not. I'm going to be gone. But – Wow. We're going to take a break. We'll get uh, Gilmer's head coach on with us next. You're on Leaving the Yard. It's Chuck Zach. It's Kevin Carpenter. We're on the fan 1079. If you're on my nice list, get what you want from the Christmas grab bag. Go to thefan1079.com. Click win and tell Santa what you want more than anything else up to $5,000 in value. Then visit a participating sponsor and scan the QR code. Whatever that is, the elves will choose someone to pick a gift from the list on December 20th. Ho, ho, ho. Making your Christmas merry and bright. 1079 The Fan. If you love them enough to turn off your music and pretend like their music is your music. Ah, this is mommy's jam. Then surely you'll check NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to make sure they're in the right car seat. Let's play it again. Check today at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Act Council. The impact of a meal goes well beyond feeding our bodies. Because when people don't have to worry about where their next meal is coming from, they can truly thrive. Like Marta. And now we'll hear from our class valedictorian, who with our hard work never ceases to amaze us. Please welcome Marta Moreno. And Alex. Hey, Alex. How did the interview go? I did it! I got the job! I can't believe it! I knew it. Let's meet up later to celebrate. And Diego. Mom! I got first place at the science fair with my volcano project! That's amazing, sweetie. Congratulations! Because when people are fed, futures are nourished, and everyone deserves to live a full life. Join the movement to end hunger at feedingamerica.org slash act now. feedingamerica.org slash act now. A public service announcement brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Man, I love my kids so much. I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch her soccer team lose by 18 goals. I love my kids so much. I once used a tube to suck snot out of her stuffed nose at 3 a.m. You win. Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. 1079 The Fan. Weather forecast for the four states. Widespread frost overnight, otherwise clear with a low of 28. Frost in the morning, otherwise mostly sunny with a high of 55. Cloudy tomorrow night, low of 34. Join us at our next live road show Wednesday, 10 into 1 at Flying Burger, 5302 Summer Hill Road. We'll give away a gift every half hour and draw the Christmas grab bag winner at 1230. 
Leaving the Yard live at 5 Monday through Thursday afternoons. And Leaving the Yard Rewind Tuesday through Friday mornings at 7 on 107.9 The Fan. All right, we welcome you back. 25 minutes till top of the hour. Leaving the Yard. Chuck, Zach, Kevin Carpenter with you here on our, uh, our little presentation. And we've uh, had this mantra for 20-plus years. When you're doing live radio and you're calling folks, all plans are soft. So we, we had the big lead-up to Alan Metzl, Man. and uh, his phone went to voicemail. So we're, we're going to work on it. Left him a message. If well, the, we don't hear from him, we'll call him at the break, and we'll try it again. The next best thing is my good friend Elwin Henderson, um, who is the famous sports writer in Gilmer. Yeah. Oh, is, yeah. He's trying to get in touch with him. Elwin's been there for ever in a day, yeah. hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you just call him old. Did you hear that, Elwin? Ever in a day. So if, if you're uh, – if you think of the biggest Gilmer, you think of the biggest Pleasant Grove fan on earth. On it earth? might have been used to be me. Uh, on earth. Yeah, I mean, people around here think, well, Kevin's Mr. Pleasant Grove. He he knows everything about him. I really don't. I used You've to. been around for a long time. I was here for the very first yeah. Pleasant Grove you, you sporting event. You experienced it, yeah. Uh, uh, Elwin's that way with Gilmer. So okay. he, he knows all he's about been, it. He's been with Gilmer since the first whatever? I doubt, he, I I doubt that. Elwin, I don't think you're They go back a ways, don't they? Yeah. Buckeye's been playing for a few years. Yeah. Uh, and I don't even know how they got the name Buckeyes. So well, I asked him a few years ago. Did he tell you? Apparently somebody at a Gilmer game, they started carrying Buckeyes in their pocket for good luck. They got them down in Gilmer, huh? Bunch of Buckeyes? Yeah. That's a big thing up in uh, Ohio. Yeah, that's a – yeah. When I, when I visited my uh, – well, at the time, my stepdad's family – they were from Akron, Ohio. Yeah. They had the Buckeyes everywhere. Yeah. That's where I first encountered a Buckeye. Are they as annoying as like a pine cone here in East Texas? Nothing's that annoying. Okay. Nothing. Uh, or the gumball. We call them gumballs. Yeah, no, those are the worst. Yeah. Yeah, those ter- I've, got, I've, got, I've got one big sweet maple that does yeah. gumballs everywhere. And if you run over them with your lawnmower, nah, then just, your lawnmower is toast. No, nah, it doesn't toast my lawnmower. Yeah. It's just bad. Hey, we can – We'll you, move on. If you want me to break down Gilmer, I could. We can go Cowboys. We no, can go, we're going to move away from Gilmer. We'll come back to him if uh, Coach Metzl's yeah, uh, yeah. making himself available. We'll get him on here in a few. We certainly want to talk Cowboys because, uh, after all, after a 10-3 and start, and really last week's very big-time devastation, dismantling of the Eagles, you kind of felt like, even though Dallas wasn't in the driver's seat, that were pointed in the right direction, and now we're going to go from here. And instead you go to, and I said this last week, I said this sitting here, we're going to find out if, what we think is true about the Cowboys now is that they aren't just good at home, that they're actually there now, or is this a team that just wails away on bad teams and is almost unbeatable at Jerry's world, but when they leave there, it's just a shrug your shoulders and go, it's a different team. And I guess what we saw again yesterday, in bad weather against a motivated team, who had come off their own emotional win. They yeah. just beat in Kansas City, so yeah. it's not like you can say I was down week for the Cowboys. We had a letdown. Buffalo has had a hard time getting through Kansas City the last few years, especially in big games in the playoffs, and got a win in Kansas City to be able to overcome that. So you kind of felt like it was equal level letdown capabilities. Yeah. And Dallas just it's got co- dominated. You know, you hate to throw coaches under the bus. Because a professional athlete, you shouldn't need a coach to get you ready to play. But apparently the Cowboys do. Because they went. They? they, to be honest, after the second touchdown, I, I didn't watch another snap. You knew it was over. I knew it. You yeah. knew it. No, you knew from it. their body language, you knew it. When they didn't challenge that fumble, when I know the players were saying, Coach, Throw the flag. We knocked it out. Throw the flag. Who cares if you lose a timeout? Call it. Throw it. Um, I knew it was over. So then I went strictly watching Longhorn volleyball. I okay. didn't flip back. Well, that's fine. And didn't even didn't even look at the score until this morning. 
Didn't even, really? No, I knew they you were. See, they got a garbage late touchdown. Yeah. Otherwise, it's 31-3. Yeah, it was uh, – why they can't play on the and the weather wasn't that bad no, forty four degrees no, a little but rain. it was raining could have been was, worse in Buffalo if you're used to playing in the dome where yeah. it's nice and all of a sudden you're outside and you're soaking yeah. wet I I get it there's yeah. a little difference but this is this is 2023 for the Cowboys this was a team and I, we still have three weeks left but yeah. this was a team that it looks like was lined up. You're finally going to get home field. You're going to win this division. You're going to get home field. You may have to travel to San Francisco for the NFC Championship game, but so what? Yeah, That's one game. You don't have to go. And and I don't care about Tampa Bay. The Cowboys are going to crush Tampa Bay. It, if it's at Tampa? It's going to be at Tampa, and they're going to crush Tampa just like they did a year ago. Yeah. It's not a thing. But week two is going to be, like we said, we said this the other day, it's going to end up being – probably in San Francisco. And then you're going to have to go to either Philadelphia or Detroit, and you would expect Philadelphia. Yeah. And I don't know. you. I don't think this team can win three road games in a row. No way. I, I'll, I'll give them the wild card game. They're going to win the wild card game. They're going to feel all good about yeah. we beat a crappy Tampa team again. Yeah. And now you're going to have to go to San Francisco and Philadelphia. And if you were asking me to lay money right now, I wouldn't do it on them because no. I don't trust them. No. And you know what? You know that Jalen Hurts may not play tonight. Uh, they, the said, they said before you came in, he actually is. He's sick. Yeah, but they say and he's playing. Is it at Seattle, right? It's at Seattle. Uh, and by the way, it's going to be on the station here. When yeah, we get I, off the air, pregame and all starts around 630, um, so we'll get it on pretty quick. Seahawks got a great chance of winning that. If they do that, the Dallas would have won yesterday. Oh, that's even Dallas worse. Dallas is winning the division. Then they don't have to go to Tampa. They play a home playoff game. They play two home playoff games. Two home playoff exactly. So – uh, when Philly beat, I mean, when Seattle beats Philly tonight, then that that's going to be a kick gonna in the groin for the Cowboys. Yeah, because they had it right there. Yeah, yeah. And Buffalo is not a great team. They're okay. No, now they go to Miami, who can score a thousand points. No, but let's do this. Can, can, can we be honest about what we saw yesterday? Buffalo wants to play in the trenches. Buffalo wants to punch you in the mouth. Buffalo wants to test your manhood. Buffalo wants to see if you have the ability to man up with them. And I'm afraid what we got out of yesterday is a pretty good indication, kind of like San Francisco, the Cowboys are a little more finesse than they are power. Yeah. And when you run into inclement weather and you run into teams that can punch you in the mouth, do you have the wherewithal to punch them back? Yeah. I don't know that the Cowboys that we've seen are built that way. Yeah, I don't I see just it. don't see them being built that way. Yeah, I don't either. They're not uh... – And I don't know – you don't have a guy I want to hand the ball to Mm-mm. that I think is going to be able to just, you know, no, 20 they... carries, eat up yards, run the clock, take your defense and give them a chance to sit down and rest – Buffalo's defense did not have to play very much yesterday because they control the line of scrimmage. Dallas is, yeah, you can call them a finesse team. And see, if that's a thing. They want to throw it. Dallas. They want to throw they it. They want to throw it. They And they want to be on that turf, and they want to be inside where they're fast. When the other team knows you're going to throw it, it makes it hard. They When the other team knows you can play a certain front and stop the run, it, it's not. The defense is, I went, I didn't watch, literally, I watched not even the first quarter. Okay. But from what I've read about it and seen, the defense played terrible. Defense didn't. Defense show up. couldn't stop. Them. Couldn't stop them. No. Couldn't couldn't tackle. It it felt like San Francisco yeah. to me. I wonder if they, you know, professional athletes look at it because they knew before the game they'd already clinched a playoff spot. Right. So they knew they're in. No, you're right. But they already knew. I mean, we in all yeah. practical purpose, you knew they were in. They were ten and three yesterday before that game. They knew they were in the playoffs, whether it was official or not. Yeah. They knew. They were they were getting in. Listen, you know the NFL. That's why gambling. You can't. That's why Vegas has big buildings. They may be. They might beat Miami by four touchdowns, but I don't see it. As long as it doesn't rain in Miami. As long as it doesn't rain. But, but Miami runs the ball too. They run the ball. Miami. I mean, if I'm watching what just happened. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, all I'm doing is running the ball. Oh, I'm ch- I am testing yeah. the Cowboy defense yeah. to see what have you got. And without Leighton Vander Esch, we're going to look back on this and say, while Vander Esch was a neck 
injury waiting to happen all yeah. the time. Yeah. He was an inside yeah. run stuffing guy. Yeah. And that guy being out against certain teams shows up. One of those teams is Buffalo yesterday. And you know, the Dolphins coming up, they didn't even play Tyreek Hill. No. He's been out. So he'll if he plays against Dallas. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't. <laughs> they're going to get in the playoffs. And, and they're going yeah, to be, beat Tampa. Yes. Yeah, because the weather will be good. It'll be fine. It'll be Tampa's fine. not good. Uh, but you don't. You really don't want to go to Detroit or Philadelphia or San Francisco. I don't want to go to any of those. I, 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 I'd rather go to Detroit. I'm inside. I don't want to go to any of the other no, two. I think Detroit can beat them. I don't. I think Dallas can beat Detroit. But it's uh, and we're gonna find out because they got to play them in a couple of weeks. You know, it's just one year. I mean, they got a chance to. Dallas had a chance. We got to take a break. We'll try Alan Metzl again. Listen to leaving the yard here on the fan one oh seven nine. What does a food truck chef in L.A. order up? A hip-hop producer from St. Louis. Check, check, one, two. And the king of the pickup courts in Philly have in common. They share the same grit, resilience, and passion for what they do. Because the people who share the same spirit share the same beer. Budweiser. This Bud's for you. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Budweiser Lager Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Remember Charlie Brown reading the Christmas story? And there were shepherds keeping watch over their flock by night. The angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. The angel said to them, Fear not, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. This is what Christmas is all about. I'm Pastor John Miller. Visit me at churchontherock.org. You've already been the victim of a careless driver, and now you find yourself at the mercy of a billion-dollar insurance company. Don't be a victim twice. I'm Monty Murray with the Murray Law Office, and I can help you through this process. So give me a call at 903-823-3000. We're located at 3918 Texas Boulevard here in Texarkana. I'm Monty Murray, and I'm telling you, don't be a victim twice. When you look local first, you help local businesses grow and employ more locals, providing direct benefits to our local economy. Sometimes in life, a moment in time alters your whole life and forever changes the road ahead. No matter what, we are your good neighbor. Always have been and always will be. This is State Farm Agent Derek McGarry. Please call us at 903-831-2000 or visit us at DerekIsMyAgent.com. You know the scoreboard is the place to get all your screen printing done, but did you know they also do in-house embroidery on caps? jackets, shirts, or bags for your business, church, school, or even personal needs. The Scoreboard on College Drive and online at scoreboardtxk.com. Hometown Hardware in Clarksville is the best place to find everything you need to finish that honey-do list. With Milwaukee tools, Frigidaire appliances, and all your fishing gear. 1008 East Main in Clarksville. Hometown Hardware, where our home is your home. To help your local business community grow, go to looklocalfirst.com and click on Texarkana. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo Today I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying, that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying, totally, just shorter. As in, I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad just the same. To learn more, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. What's going on in the Twin Cities? It's the fans' community calendar. 
Early Childhood Intervention at 6101 North State Line, Texarkana, Texas, is a statewide program within the Texas Health and Human Services Commission for families with children from birth to three with developmental delays, disabilities, or certain medical diagnoses that impact development. Call 903-791-2288 for information. Monday through Friday from 8 to 5. Leaving the Yard on 1079 The Fan is presented by Liberty Ilo ISD and our studio sponsor, Eagle Distributing. Welcome back. <laughs> I just called him. All right, well, we're <laughs> we've done this uh, hit and miss here with Gilmer's coach Alan Metzel, who apparently got uh, swamped today. From your contacting Gilmer, coach got swamped. Well, he's up. Oh, how about now? We're gonna try this right now because I think we got him on the phone. <laughs> hey, you're in the yard. Uh, this is Coach Alan Metzel. Coach Metzel, how you doing today? I am good. Sorry, I, I missed you earlier on your call. Oh, it's all right. You know, Coach, we've had a motto here for 20 years doing this. All plans are soft on live radio. There you go. You, you just you, you just go. go with the flow. Well, That's it. Let's start That's with it. congratulations, first of all. What an amazing year and what a great accomplishment. And uh, oh, just tipping our hats up here in, in Texarkana to uh, you guys getting the state championship uh uh, I can only, I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine how uh, satisfying it had to feel Friday. You know, it it's just, uh, it really is beyond words. You know, you stand out there in Cowboys Stadium. Of course, for a guy like me, you grew up a Cowboys fan. You know, uh, that's like the ultimate. You know, maybe if Tom Landry was there, it could be better. But other than that, that's pretty good. And uh, to watch your team uh, finish the season with a win like that, it just it's really beyond words. I'm sure you've been inundated with questions about the turnaround that your team's defense put together this this season. Uh, you guys were up here with uh, with PG and, and gave up 60 plus. Mm-hmm. You gave that a couple of different times this year. Uh, and, and going into the playoffs, I think we're underdogs in just about every round. But mm-hmm. it, it almost was a little bit. Jeff Trailerish, it felt like where <laughs> we're going to give up a bunch of points, but so what? We're going to score more. Well, I think early in the year uh, that that might have been the case. Quite frankly, you know, up through the the PG game, we just we had a handful of guys coming back offensively that that were very skilled, very talented, uh, just some speed that unlike we've had in any other year, quite frankly. And uh, then on defense, we had, we were having to replace a number of really vital cogs that we had had for the last couple of years, really the last three playing in the 2021 and uh, state championships and then uh, losing to Carthage year before. So it, there were a lot of pieces that had to come together. There were some uh, uh, scheme changes we had to make to try and fit to the personnel that we had and so forth. And so by the time we had gotten to the playoffs, uh, some of that had come together, and these guys just really molded into a formidable group. Coach, this is um, Kevin Carpenter, and I am—I'm a PG guy, and sure. So let me let me from the, from the bottom of my heart, congratulations. I mean, Thank I I, I nearly teared up watching you at the end of the game. That's because I know well, how hard you work for it. it. And let well, me, I appreciate. Let, it. Yeah, let, let me ask you this: when you beat get when you beat Carthage, and mm-hmm. that's you know, we've never done that at Pleasant Grove. And it's, you know, mm-hmm. every year, and I know Coach Gibson, you know this, he puts on his list, we got to beat Carthage, we got to beat Gilmer. Sure. When your sure. kids, when you beat Carthage, mm-hmm. how hard was it to get your kids back the next day and go, all right, that's not our goal? Mm-hmm. Well, that was a great question. You know that that's the reality of something you've got to do. I would say what was unique about this uh, this team was I did start that uh, that next Monday with that statement, and we made an agreement that morning that we're not even going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're just we're going to uh, if someone tells us great job, great game, whatever, we're going to be gracious and say thank you, and then our everyone in the room was going to say 
but we are talking about uh, Glenrose. You know, that that's the next focus. Now, you can say that and you make an agreement and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff, but then there's the reality of can you pull that off. I, I would say what made this team unique was a lot of the adversity that we went through. And part of it was the, the difficulty early in the year. Part of it was some things with uh, coach with health, health problems, uh, one right. of our filmers, uh, the, the young man whose parents, you know, I mean, uh, mom and aunt were killed. And, right. You know, all those things, it, it kind of changed our team as the season went to where a lot of the things, a lot of the traps, that you fall into just in a normal season, these guys were, it, it there was a transcendent cause that just kind of went beyond some of the normal uh, failings that you fall into. Having had a chance to watch the, the Carthage game, and I'm sure you replayed that one for at least the, the first day or two after that game. If you had it to do all over again, do you score at the end of the fourth <laughs> quarter, or you go down and take a knee and let the clock run out? Yeah, we we would we would rather you know have just been able to take the knee and so forth. It, you know, it's one of those things where you you work to get better in game situations, and you know it's you hate to just tell a kid, okay, when you do this, then do that, and then do this, and you know it becomes information overload, especially in that level of a game with that much pressure. And so what it what it makes us realize is, okay, on Thursdays, every Thursday when we go through your list of game situations that you go through, that needs to be included. So then now it's, uh, you know, we have a call for it now. And so you, now all we got to do is make that call and everybody understands how we want to handle it and so forth. And, you know, it's, it's going to make us better going forward. Uh, Will Henderson had a um... – I don't know. Game for the ages. I, I was in, I was in uh, Jerry's World in 2018, calling PG and and Quero, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Jordan Whittington was just yeah. stupid abuse of, of of the uh, Hawks that day. I don't know that your young man, while he may not have put up as many yards, didn't put up as many important yards as Jordan did that afternoon. Please tell me he's graduating. Coach. He is, <laughs> and we wish he wasn't, because man, and, he makes your play calls please, way better. Please tell me you don't have any more flu Ellens. <laughs> well, we always have flu Ellens; those are in the area. So they that so that's just part of being in Gilmer. Yeah, but uh, you know, Will, uh, you know how aptly named you you saw the will to win, goodness, the will yes. to get the first down. You know, my goodness, he. It was one of those deals where it, it wasn't a matter of are we going to give it to Will. It was a matter of what play we were going to run when we gave it to Will. And uh, it, it, he just – he was not going to be denied. And uh, it's so awesome to watch, uh, you know, obviously for a Gilmer fan, but I think for anybody because you, as a sports fan, you just appreciate moments that are big and watching people rise to the occasion. Right. Well, Coach, I think you were, and Chuck and I discussed this, you're the coach of the year in Texas high school oh, football. Because we expected – I'm Dun- very honored. We expected Duncanville and DeSoto and Alito. Mm-hmm. We knew they were going to win. But what you did was yeah. spectacular. And do you think Thank you. Coach Trailer would let you put your name on the stadium? <laughs> because it's uh, – the, the job you've talk. done. Because, you know, to follow oh. – really to follow – Thank you. Sometimes you say you don't want to follow the guy. You want to follow the guy that follows sure. the guy. Well, you follow sure. the guy in Jeff Trailer. Well, no, you actually follow well, the coach, guy that followed. Matt Turner had the job. Oh, that's job. right. That's right. Matt Turner. That's yeah, right. Yeah, Coach Turner. And, Coach, you know, really, Coach Turner, it's a, a great to bring him up because he's the guy who taught Jeff and me. Exactly. And he exactly. was the mentor. Right. He, yep. He's a unique, unique guy behind the scenes that's just brilliant and uh, really a coach's coach. And uh, so I, I got to follow him, and uh, I mean, just one of the most special people in the world. Uh, but yes, Jeff casts a big shadow, and you know what? I I embrace it. Just one of my best friends. Oh yeah, uh, he's the one who brought me to Gilmer, and uh, you know, I don't need my name on a thing. <laughs> I, I'm thankful to get to play in that stadium. He he uh, broke so many barriers and set yeah. the standards yeah. so high. Uh, 
and was thrilled to have him on the sideline with us the other night. Well, Coach Metzl, I got music playing. Thank you so much for uh, getting back to us. It's great having a chance to visit with you. Again, congratulations and enjoy the holiday, sir. Happy, Merry Christmas, Coach. Thank you so much. Merry Christmas to both of you. All Appreciate right. you. We're out of time. We'll uh, be back again tomorrow. We'll do it one more time here on Leaving the Yard. Today's show, get it on demand anytime on the fan1079.com. And catch the replay of today's Leaving the Yard tomorrow morning at 7 right here on KCMC Texarkana, 1079 The Fan.